Welcome to The Rose Show. We are your hosts, Lawrence Britton and Jay Green. This is a podcast where we're going to be going into everything related to sport and performance. And we're also going to talk a bit about rowing. South Africa. It brings people together, it breaks Olympics. down barriers. Yeah, right. My passion winning to be the best. To be the best is something we strive for. Sacrifice, role, Passion. passion. Great. Life. Passion. Fiction. Gold. Ultimate goal. Glory. Relentless training. Pain. Pain. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, it's Lawrence and uh, Jake here, back with another Regatta Madness. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got a really jam-packed episode today because uh, this weekend saw the third installment of the World Cup Series in Lucerne, Switzerland. I'm sure most of you guys watched the racing and it was madness. Yeah, each World Cup uh, just keeps getting better and better. There's stronger performances, more interesting results and tighter racing. I mean, like, we're just looking at the results here and we're looking at a lot of uh, data. Every, you know, every World Cup brings uh, different, different talking points, which has been great to see. Yeah, and there's a lot to, to get through today, so we're going to get underway quite quickly. Um, just a shout out to everybody that's listening to the show and helping us out, guys. We are growing like crazy, and it's awesome. It's really, we're starting to pick up some big traction, and the numbers are starting to really climb quite quickly. So just a huge thanks to you guys. You, you're keeping the show going, and you're making it uh, worth all the effort that uh, Jake and I put in. So yeah, thanks for, for all that effort, and keep it up. Keep sharing the show. Keep telling your mates, keep uh, rating us and uh, getting the show moving. Yeah, I know it's great to see and um, uh, it, it's really, it really helps us when you guys give us um, your feedback and uh, it's been really epic to see what um, people have been thinking about our show and uh, leaving comments around. Yeah, and we've got uh, quite a few comments, so we're just going to go through a couple of them. Uh, we got a, a comment from uh, James Thompson. He said, uh, talking about the Sam Locke episode, he said that the quote, the juice is worth the squeeze, is a saying he's uh, keeping and going to use. So that was quite cool. Yeah, and thanks to Stormberger for sending us a message in. Uh, just uh, summarizing it, he said, uh, thanks for taking the time to put it together. It's really insightful, humorous, and informative. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for that uh, that message. There. It's great to hear that we're getting some new listeners in. Yeah, and uh, Dave Niehaus from West End Rowing Club in Auckland. They sent in a, a really cool uh, piece about the show, how they're enjoying it, and how they're actually doing a quiz on the on the show and some of the on some of the episodes that we've done. So that's pretty cool and uh, pretty interesting. So you guys must uh, send us some of your questions and and maybe send us the winner, and uh, we'll give them a shout out. Yeah, of course, and and just keep you know letting us uh, sending us feedback. Don't be shy. Uh, we're really interested here if you guys again think we're talking crap or if you enjoy what we're saying or even suggestions who do you want us to speak to on the show any episode ideas it all helps a lot yeah on iTunes we, we're getting quite a few ratings or most of them are 5 stars except some tool rated us 3 stars <laughs> and didn't even leave a comment yeah. so we don't even know who it is yeah um that person deserves no, I, I public don't mind. shaming. I have no problem with Oaks <laughs> giving us that star, but they must give us a comment so we can improve. <laughs> cool, but that's uh, enough of us uh, talking a bit of shit, so let's get uh, into the numbers, Jake. Yeah, big. Uh, let's let's start off with the, the, the big uh, questions. Top performer of the day, who was it, Lawrence? So it's quite an interesting one uh, when you look at the, the data and the, the percentages that came out in the, the times. So the day, as you guys saw, the day was split into two pieces. So we had 
a bunch of races early in the morning from 10 to sort of 12 o'clock and then there was a big break and the racing continued hoppers one to three o'clock and the the later racing in the day was much quicker so we saw women's double actually we just saw the woman rule the day at lucerne women's double was top percentage no no blisteringly quick times 96.9 percent so not as quick as the other World Cups that we've seen, but just the water was really flat <clears throat> and uh, going quite well then. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. I think uh, it's actually the first uh, four crews there are quite um, tight there. And a quick mention to for the, for the top one, two and three crews were all women. So yeah, you got men, women, women's double, yeah. women's four, women's eight. Leading uh, the day. Leading the pack. So, so the, the, men, cool the men need to uh, step, step their game up and, and get there. But it's great to see these numbers because it, it shows that a lot of in a lot of um, events that the times are really starting to get pushed and the performances are, are really coming through. And talking about the, the women performing really well, another notable performance was the women's pair, who was the first race of the day, so really in that slow block of racing. And they were boxing with everybody else. So... They'd left. Uh, that was really quick from them. So basically, the top four percentages, uh, all girls' crews. So they were really quick. Um, but yeah, so much, so many cool crews. So those races that happened early in the day, they were a little bit slower. They were all from around ninety-five point eight percent to to ninety-three percent. Yeah, and then the at the bottom end of the table, we have the men's pair as the slowest performing race of the day. But the men's pair had the closest spread in the medals. Yeah, so the men's pair was really tight uh, over the medals. I mean, it's only, um, where is it, 0.17% between first, second, and third. So really, really tight uh, spread of the medals. And even over the whole the whole field of the, the all six crews, it was uh, really, really tight. So I think that event is still yeah. really, it's, it's, it's primed. I think uh, the Kiwi pair have done so much damage over the years to that, uh, that field that I think it's still got a lot of opportunity in the men's pair. Uh, I mean, New Zealand winning again, another Murray winning uh, winning the pair again. So <laughs> it was must be in the name, hey? <laughs> a good good name to have in in the in rowing in the men's pair. Um, but they, I mean, terrible steering at the end. They were on the boys, and they still managed to to pull off that win. So uh, really close. And another notable thing, whilst you're talking about the men's pair, is the Sinkovic is yeah. not. Uh, having to pull out yeah it's that was a bit disappointing to see i think the sinkovitches are, are definitely uh having their metal tested in the in the men's bed it definitely has i don't think it's been a the swap over that everyone was expecting it um but i mean again it's it's great to see because i firmly believe competition is necessary to produce fast crews and fast events and in the men's pair you've got plenty of competitions a lot of countries are smelling blood like we said on the um, the warm-up episode for Lucerne that the men's pair had the most entries at the Shugada. That's more than men's single. You had quarterfinals for the men's pair, which is not something you often see. Yeah, and maybe that's an element of them uh, <clears throat> racing a little bit slower is that they all have an extra race in their belt. So that's four races that everyone's done over three yeah, days. Maybe. That could, that, could, um, <coughs> that could factor in there as but well. But I also thought that... Um, we tried to get a comment from the the Sinkoviches, but they didn't uh, they didn't get back to us. But we thought maybe that they're just ducking out to watch the World Cup final. Yeah, they could maybe be today. <laughs> you never know. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I was looking to see if they were going to be in the stadium <laughs> come final day. Yeah, in the final. But I mean, again, just disappointing. We we hope the um, Sinkoviches get uh, healthy again because it's always great to see them race. But uh, let's stay on the pairs though, because women's pair was 
a cracker. It's mm. really set the tone of the day. First race of the day. And New Zealand has thugged the last World Cup. They won by miles. But Canada won the first World Cup by quite a while as well. So it was a clash of the Titans. And they basically just destroyed the field. Yeah, 10 seconds. I mean, 10 seconds from second place to third place. It was wild. And they had a massive sprint to the finish line. So really, really classy from the New Zealand crew to hold off the win. But... Canada definitely going to be coming into World Champs hungry. I think going forward, there's definitely a theme in this episode about almost upsets. There weren't many big upsets at this regatta, but there were very close to being a few upsets. Um, One of them was a women's pair because New Zealand has, at the the last World Cup, had the most outrageous uh, winning margin in in the Mm. gold medal. You would say that they would almost comfortably be able to stay in that position going forward. And then Canada... And Lucerne pushed them all the way to the line. Yeah, and even Martin Cross at, uh, at the last World Cup was saying how this was the best crew at world rowing at the moment. I mean, I, I agree with him. I think they are a phenomenal crew. But then there's another one mm, just right, right on, uh, their, on their tail and, and hacking at them. But uh, a really good showing from New Zealand all around. I mean, a lot of medals yeah. from their team. I think their team had just traveled before the previous World Cup. And obviously have settled into some good yeah. training now in Europe and managed to dish up some really good stuff. Yeah, they had a, they, I mean, they had a really good day today. How many medals? At one, two, three, four, five gold medals. Yeah, and I think they got a, a sixth one somewhere in there as well. But uh, yeah, sixth one there in the well lightweight women's double. Oh yeah. So that's that's a really good result. Um, some training in Europe definitely helps them out. Again, uh, I would say <clears throat> maybe. Sorry, I was getting a bit loud there. Maybe the, the, the one of the upsets was seeing the New Zealand double world champions uh, just out of the medal podium again. Uh, I mean, like, disappointing. I'm sure those guys must be quite upset with that. But again, I think they still got a lot of speed to gain. There's still a hell of a lot of time between now and world champs. What do you think? Yeah, I know. I think uh, that's, there's, there's going to be some, as we said <laughs> after every episode, that this is not what world champs is going to look like. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of crews breaking into the podiums. There's a few crews missing, and I think World Champs. I think we're going to see these names up there again, but it's it's not going to look exactly the same. I mean, notable crews that were missing. I mean, the British team, uh, all their top dogs were not there really. Italy so, as well. Italy. They weren't um, there. Italy wasn't there. <coughs> Italy wasn't there. Most of Romania wasn't there. So some really really yeah, big and cats I've, and big. In certain events, really big dogs missing yeah, out you of got there. The, you got the in the um, Lighty Women's Double, Italy and Romania are big crews. Uh, yeah. Men's four, Italy again haven't had the best form, but you can never write them off. Yeah. Men's quad, what had one of the tightest spreads again across f- from first to fourth, and they weren't have were missing Italy, who has had pro- arguably the most dominant performance. Yeah. And that men's quad race was a cracker race. Again, I mean, usually that. it's quite a boring race, but that was really epic. Yeah, no, that was a that was a really that was a really epic race. There were actually so many races uh, this weekend that were so bloody close. Uh, let's talk about the women's single. That for me might just be race of the day i think i'll have another five minutes to decide but that women's single race was nuts yeah i know it was it really that uh, put uh, janine gamelin right under the whip uh, yeah. uh, we had her early on the show and she's really on form and, and really firing well on the home water she wants to win at lucerne that's her her hunting ground and 
she got pushed right to the line. It was a mega race. And then also another cool thing about the women's single is second, third, and fourth all had breakout performances. You had um, Irish scholar, uh, the Canadian scholar, and the USA scholar really, really performing well. We haven't seen performances from them like that this season. So... Uh, again, that field was a really cool um, podium to look at. Even the in USA really, really had uh, pushed all the way. She just got left behind in the last 500 meters. Yeah, really, really close. And they, and she was running really, really well. So I thought, uh, I think she's going to be a real sight to, to look out for in the future because mm. she was looking very comfy in the middle of the race. I thought that she was going to have another gear to step up at. I mean, everyone was rating around 34, 35, and she looked three pips lower because she was just so comfy in the boat. So that's Janine Gemellen in first place, Sanita Pespure in second place, Colin Zeman from Canada in third place, and then Cara Kohler from the USA in fourth place. So all uh, big uh, um, big names, big performances. Yeah, and they've, uh, they're really starting to, to push the level of that women's single right up, and that's definitely turning out to be a crack of an event. I'm really excited to see how world champs goes there because um, because there's that's still some some really good racing to come through the season and I think a lot of speed I think the especially those three are going to find a lot of motivation from that race t- today yeah. and yesterday and then to to go after it. So another a huge talking point now is we jump jump across to the men's single that was a flipping epic race as well. I think uh, a bit, to just start off with uh, everyone can appreciate what Robbie Manson did to the field in that last 1,000 meters. In a small <coughs> single going uh, 800 meters to go, you're rating 41. That's I've never been seen before. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I mean, we spoke a lot about it. It was probably in our hype train episode, the build-up to Lucerne. It was one of the, the, the big talking points was the men's single. There was so much action happening in that event. There was who's going to win, where there was Cynic coming back. He hadn't raced for, for the last World Cup. There was the big battle between... Robbie Manson and Mahi Drysdale. There was a big battle between Oli uh, Ziedler and Timo Naski. And <clears throat> it was just really, really... The hype for that race before it went off was epic. And yeah. like you could tell everyone was there to, to do the business and just really, really cool racing. Yeah, I kind of felt that Robbie um, in his, his second thousand, he... I, you could see that guy, he really, really, really wanted to win that. And not only did he want to win that, because I, I feel like his string of performances since his record-breaking race last year have been not to the same standard as that world-breaking break, uh, race. So I think this performance, Robbie was just saying, um, that wasn't a, a fluke that I broke the record. There, I have that speed in me, and I can produce it when I want yeah. to. And I think like it, it sealed the deal completely on the, the Mahi Manson debate. Yeah. I mean, he... he he closed the door and he won and then he really showed that he's not only just the fastest New Zealander, he's the fastest scholar in the world at yeah. the moment. And I don't think if he can put those performances, if he can learn how to put those performances on the track again and again and again, no one is going to touch him because you can't, no one can go with him. If you, if someone, if he's at 41 at 800 meters to go <laughs> and you yeah. chilling at 34, uh, you're in trouble. I remember watching it and then <laughs> we were with James Thompson and James said, Shit, you know, he's at uh, 41. I don't know if there's uh, any space to go up. 
500 minutes later, he's at 45. So yeah. it's crazy. He's got amazing yeah, dexterity. Even, you know, watching the other guys down. So yeah. that was really... and then But then on that as well, um, Oli Ziedler, really, really classy performance from him as well. I mean, that was a much, much better race than we've seen him mm. race the whole season. I mean, the, the last World Cup, he was basically rode off the start line steady. Whereas this World Cup, he, he was, was riding, riding it, it yeah. almost up after in the up first couple of stroke, strokes. So really, really cool to see him you know, putting his weaknesses up front and, and, and hitting them on and then managing to still put the good yeah. performances that he had at the beginning of the season. So do you, do you think Oli's going to be in the Scarf World Champs? Yeah, definitely. And then, and then do you think Tim's going to jump in anyway? I don't know. I think there's definitely space for, for Tim in the... In the double or the quad. Yeah, because it's a German double and the quad are quite... Uh, well, they're, they're well-established, but they're strong-performing crews. So, But that's saying that they, they're strong-performing crews, but they're not uh, comfortably golden <coughs> crews yet. Yeah, but that's why they're spaced Yeah, I exactly. Think. So, Tim, I feel like Tim can add value into the crew and maybe make them... Uh, top performing crew that although Tim didn't be. do particularly well he didn't do himself favours this regatta it wasn't like he wasn't like just off it he, mm. he was quite a way off it so I think he's got uh, a bit of work to do and I think it was very tough and Mahi yeah as I think I think he should uh, be look I thought it was epic yeah. he had such a no, cool he Henley and came in there and he was so much better I, yeah, than he has been better. this season but again strong performance I think he's Look, it's a when you when you take such a long time off. I think he took eleven months off after Rio. Mm. I think it's really really tough to get back in the game. Um, you can just see from someone like Demio Martin, he's been out of the picture the whole time. But Mahe again, I mean, he came fourth. I'm sure he's big with it. But I thought I was I was quite happy to see him racing. I thought it was a good performance um, from him. And I think going forward, he's got the pedigree. So I don't know if this is a done deal for Tokyo for this year. Certainly so. Um, but it's definitely looked like in, it's going to be in Robbie Manson's f- favor going forward. But again, Mahi Drysdale, three gold medals and one bronze at the Beijing Olympics. You can't write him off. Two gold medals. Two gold medals bronze. and one bronze. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what do you think he should do for the rest of the year, though? Uh, oh, yeah, that's another interesting thing. I think the problem is he's quite a lot. He's a much older athlete to the other guys, so I don't know how he feels about rowing with other people. I feel it would be great to see Mahi Drysdale rowing in another boat. He can do sweep all we know that. He's rode in the eight. No, I think they must take him. That's what I said. Is put him in the eight. He's got big guns and let him let him help bolster that eight a little bit up. You know, I would love to be in the eight with my ease. Yeah, <laughs> so I think can, for I mean all the New Zealanders probably look at my hair as yeah. like a, as a role a role figure going um, from from his success and he has a ton of value to add from his experience and his pedigree. But as, yeah, as you said, though, the single is not a done deal for Tokyo, that's for sure. Yeah. And then, again, on, on Scenic, I just say, just to say I was a little bit disappointed with his last 500 meters. I mean, I saw him caught a crab, but I mean, like, the last 200 meters, it just felt like he was yeah, he tapping just along, coasted, coasted along coasted, to the... Coasted across the line. Did he what he had to, to hold that silver medal? And it, I don't know. I don't like seeing that. I feel like there's there's a certain amount of respect that an athlete and a competitor has to have uh, for an A-final event. I think it's... You, the the respect you should respect yourself and your your fellow compatriots enough to be able to g- give out a top performance in the A final. I can understand it in semis and stuff, but A final, regardless, you must always perform at your best. But um, we've said quite a lot on the uh, the men's single. Another massive talking. This is probably going to be the craziest thing you've got to hear in this podcast. Moving on to the lightweight women's single, <coughs> women's double. Well, lightweight women's double. Sorry, different country. 
has won the gold medal in each event. And this is the craziest no, thing. No, for each, for each World Cup. Each World so Cup. So each World Cup, we've had a different gold yeah. medalist. And then we've had eight different medalists on the podium. And only one of them have been on, uh, have won two medals. That's oh, there's medalists. only been nine medals. There have been medals nine medals and, and eight, eight, different eight different nations. So the only uh, country that's managed to double it up is the, the Dutch girls. Yeah. Um, but they weren't here. So we got a lot of crews missing here and a lot of speed coming out the, the woodwork. So It's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's just insane. Um, and just to read those names out, we've got Poland, New Zealand, Switzerland, South Africa, Italy, Netherlands, Romania, and GB have all been on the medal. That means someone's going to be in the B final at World Champs. Multiple people are going to be in the B final at World Champs with medals. But also, you, you're you going to have, at World Champs, you're going to have an A final <coughs> lining up with three crews thinking that they that they've won a World Cup, that they can win this race. I mean, even if they make the A final, mm. but they're going to run, they're going to be sitting on the start line like this is the, the year. And I mean, it's going to be, it's complete nuts. hunger games. It's going to be nuts. I, I, I just feel like I would, you know, I, I mean, I love racing, but that must be the most precious situation on the start line thinking that everyone has got a shot in the middle. I mean, it's just actually, this is what you want to see from our sport yeah. is uh, something that competitive <coughs> at World Champs having every single crew getting a shot on the podium it's going to be great to see yeah i mean it's it's i mean it was quite heartbreaking to to see the south african girls not be yeah. on the podium this time um but oh, this event is brutal though and it's so close mm. so i think it's the the semi-finals are even going to be races to watch at uh at world champs because there's going to be some some heartbreak on that on the yeah. cross there making it into the final if you make it into the final you have a shot at the podium yeah Done. yeah no for sure without a doubt i think the semi-final is going to be almost in in many regards a more important race than the final itself um but then moving on i think let's jump the ship to the, uh, the the other lightweight category the lightweight men's double oh yeah i want to speak about them because i actually really enjoyed that race i really enjoyed the irish's performance i mean they they really good at rio pretty pretty good last year where we had an injury last year um yeah oh, a single race and lightweight men's single world champion so but they didn't um i thought that that and then they didn't come onto the scene this the beginning of this year like firing and i thought mm-hmm. you they're going to they've been playing around at different boats trying the Felipe, trying the hudson trying the empire and this weekend we saw what they're capable of doing I yeah. mean they they dished up such good rowing I think it's the best doubles rowing I've seen for a long time they, yeah. they really dished up such nice rowing and obviously that impact is working for them because yeah. no, that was they, 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 they so put a, some damage into the into the rest of the field there yeah and then I think one of the uh, another breakthrough performance I must say was in the lightweight men's double that was Denmark Denmark on the podium I think it's really great to see them on the podium because I looked at their results and they've been um, in the in the B finals for a couple of years now, pushing, trying to break through into the A final. And seeing them on the podium means that they're obviously doing um, they're doing something something right. And also, it goes to show that in many ways to row the boat because uh, I mean we said in our story that the um, one of their one of their rows rows was quite the the hectic bent arm on the catch. But shit, hey, you can move a boat rowing, you know, you don't, you don't have to yeah, row a boat. It takes for grain to, to move the boat. But so really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool to see them. I mean, like, it's nice to see uh, countries putting up their hands. Uh, France, a bit disappointing. They win the B final this regatta. So the, the Jeremy Azu out of the picture definitely means that there's quite a lot of work to be done. 
Yeah, and then I think let's let's wrap things up and start wrapping things up at least with the the men's eight. That for me was a cracker race. Mm. It was, I mean, the 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 Germans must have been nipping a little bit after watching Henley last week and thinking, thank God that that's not the Australian crew that we're racing, and thank God that we're not uh, up against the Romanians this weekend. But then. The guns were out and people yes, were hunting nonetheless. Oaks were throwing punches from the get-go. <clears throat> yeah, um, I mean, and I mean, traditionally in the eight, whoever leads at the first 500 wins the race. Yes, without a doubt. G- uh, Germany was far down. Yeah, the they, were good. they were down. <laughs> they were down. Um, Australia put in a monster first yeah, 500. No, it's actually great to see Australia. Um, I also, to be honest, I wrote them off a bit. I thought they were going to... I thought they were going to perform well, but I did not think they would give Germany a run like that. Yeah, because I thought that... I mean, the 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 eight that they field at uh, at Henley at was the top, their top four. four, and then the 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 next four. Yeah. So, and then this one now you you're taking out the top four guys and you're putting in the other guys. Obviously, they thought the back the back the oaks in the back were g'd up to 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 have that that good race yeah, at Henley, and the, the other guys were pissed off that they weren't in the boat. Yeah. So there yeah. was a bit of anger, a bit of rage, and. It definitely showed down the track. Yeah, and I think again, also, I mean, we're talking about almost upsets as another big one, and then, but again, also just in Germany, uh, that's actually again really good rowing for Germany. I think they've got the most BMT, the best BMT I've seen out of all the crews. I think they've been on the wrong side of that equation many times in the last Olympic cycle against GB. They've had very close racing against GB, and it clearly shows that they've learned from that. It's in the culture. So again, row, Germany, they've got the the pedigree and they've got the experience. Australia. They've got the gears and they've got um, they've got the guns. I mean, yeah. like, really, they were f- they were hammering it down the whole <coughs> way down the track. Yeah, and I thought um, I thought the the USA was interested to see how they go, but apparently that's an under twenty three eight. Yeah, that's so that should be that eight. should do some serious damage uh, at under twenty threes if that uh, if they're all under twenty threes. But yeah, just such an epic uh, race to watch. I love. I mean, that just shows you why the eight is such a blue ribbon event. It's just coming down the track. It's close. Everyone is screaming, and you know that that all these guys are all in for that that medal. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it's just you know the fastest. I think it comes down to being the fastest, but uh, but on the water. I think all every row has spent some time in the eight, so there's a certain level of appreciation for a big boat like that. So it's great to see that being such a close event. I was a bit disappointed with the, the Dutch. I still have, I'm not quite sure what the Dutch are doing with the yeah because I mean they, how many how many medals did they win in their first World Cup like 14 lots. or something lot, they won lots they won a lot now looking at this they got two silvers and a bronze is that so, it yeah so two, I, yeah. I don't know what they oh two bronze sorry. so four medals four medals and I mean it honestly feels like they the day before racing starts the coach brings out a lucky packet and he's like just dishing up pulling names out the hat to see who races in which event so very we need to get uh, one of those Dutch guys on the show to, to chat to about, ask them about <laughs> their selection no, no, we, we, need to, we need to ask them because I feel like there's there, there's a lot of puzzle pieces that are not going together but I do feel like once they fit once all the puzzle pieces fit in the selection there's going to be a couple of fast yeah because I mean we often have fast Dutch crews and they, they just not putting those pieces together but I, I do think it's coming though. I don't think that it's uh, far off I mean the men's four starting to show some really yeah. good speed and the men's quad actually as yeah. well was actually really good considering how close the the finish was in the quad the Dutch quad is flipping power mm. um, and then men's four just a shout out to our, our, our boys South Africa breakthrough performance 
They were B final last regatta. No, first World Cup. First World Cup. They were B final in the first World Cup. They've really put down some good training down here in South Africa. We've been watching them the whole way. It's really great to see them back uh, on the podium. There's a lot of fuck, uh, sore feelings <laughs> from last year, Lucerne's race. Yeah, so I'm, seeing them uh, get through there is really good to see. I've done two fourth places at least. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, glad that they, that they didn't have to yeah, taste that On the that podium, one. great to see them there. Yeah. And anything else, Jake, that you want to talk about? Let's talk about um, our picks. What's your pick for, for the top race of the day? What is your favorite race? Still women single. Women single? Mm-hmm. That's that that close, eh? Is that just because you like all the girls racing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, that was a good race. That was a good race. Yeah, no, it really And you, it really I take was. it men's eight for you. Yeah, yes, I love the men's eight. It was, a, it was also a I good really one. enjoyed the men's eight, but I also enjoyed the men's single rally because I, I think like the men's single, like the build up before the race, I was like, and like That's you mad. can see on the podium, you have Manson and and Ollie and Cynic, and all of them are like so g'd up that they on yeah. the podium, like they were all just accomplished what they almost came to accomplish. I know Cynic probably should have been uh, first there, but. He was not going to roll with Manson. No, not 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 like that. Not like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's yeah, that's that's about it for this episode. Yeah, um, just keeping it nice and short. Yeah, um, we we got some good feedback from the the shorter the shorter versions, nice and sweet, a bit more punchy, a bit more dynamic. But yeah, that's that that's it for Lucerne. Um, it's been a flipping epic World Cup. We cannot wait to see World Champs. And remember, for those listening, remember World Champs is still two months away, almost. Nine weeks, I think. Just throwing it off my head. It's a long time. Yeah, so a, a lot can change. There's a lot of training that happens between now and World Champs. So the crews that that really want the gold, they're going to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, if they if they're hiding at the further back in the field, and the crews that are sitting on gold better. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Better put the big work in now, <laughs> otherwise they're not going to get it. Yeah, but uh, it's been it's been great chatting. Uh, this is Jake out. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a wrap from both of us. Sweet. Cheers, guys. Enjoy.